minutes, six bikies lay dead. Another 21 people, including Jock Ross, received severe injuries. As the sounds of gunshots subsided, the extent of the carnage stunned police, civilians and even the combatants. Today we're going to be talking about Anthony Snodgrass Spencer, the first Banditos Motorcycle Club president in Australia, and his connection to the Father's Day Massacre, also uh, considered the Milpera Massacre. We did an independent video on that one, so be prepared. Here we go. Okay, who is Anthony Snodgrass Spencer? He was a member of the Common Charles Motorcycle Club that defected to the Banditos after the Supreme Commander, they call themselves with the Common Charles, the leader, made it a club split because he broke the bylaws of the club. Now, you can learn about Jock Ross. There is a whole interview deal on YouTube about this. And boy, is he freaking conceited, let me tell you. Anyway, he broke the club's bylaws by messing around with a member's old lady. Let's go over to onepercenterbikernews.com. And again, this is a decent source. Uh, he really does his homework. You got to give him that. Anyway, Jock Ross, who was he? He was a Scottish immigrant. Uh, he joined the British military. And he started the Comancheros in Sydney, in Australia, in 1966. And he, this is how conceited he was. Full of himself, if you ask me. He gave himself the title of Supreme Commander because of his love for military tactics. Most people know motorcycle clubs are fun, you're partying, you're with your brothers. But the way he envisioned the Comancheros was he wanted it to run like an army. He had military drills, lines of command, which, hey, to each their own. If you want to be a part of something like that, do it, whatever. Problem with that is, when you set up something like that, that type of structure, you don't break your own bylaws. Because bylaws hold everything together. That is why you see clubs that have been around 80 damn years, man. You see clubs like Yonkers that have been around 100 and something years because they don't go against their bylaws. Now, 
Rule number four of that club was any member found guilty of screwing another member's old lady or taking advantage of a rift between them for future conning up will be thrown out. That was a bylaw, a rule that was voted on by the entire club at its founding, which he started. Just because you're a president doesn't mean you can't or you won't get a trial or something when you break one of the rules. You broke a rule, your bylaws say you go to trial. And that was what Colin Caesar Campbell said. Now, we'll talk about him in a minute, but Caesar has an awesome book out, I hear, that I'm waiting to get about the events that happened at Milpera. He was a sergeant at arms at the time. And he ordered this guy to face trial for breaking the club rules. Without rules, you don't have a club, it don't last. Instead, it was announced that they were going to break the chapter up. Those who wanted Jock to face trial were instead shipped off to the new Sydney chapter. He didn't want to face the music of the rules that he himself made. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, if you ask me. So, when he was ordered by the sergeant-at-arms, and again, the sergeant-at-arms are in charge of the bylaws. They're the ones who enforce that stuff. Very important position. Yeah, they do other things, but the main one is enforce bylaws. So it shouldn't matter if you were a supreme commander or whatever. You're the same as everybody else when you come to the table. And when you broke that rule, which you're a dirty bastard anyway, messing around with a club member's wife, that's messed up, man. You go to trial. So there was tensions running high in 84 already when... The second Comanchero chapter, they patched over to the Banditos. Why did they do that? You got to ask yourself. There could have been two reasons for that, by the way. One, the dude was running it like a military organization instead of a motorcycle club. Or two... Yeah, I'd be pissed off too if somebody's out there messing with an old lady and they're breaking the rules. Hey, at least they were going to give him a chance to go to trial to explain themselves, but because he was a founder, he didn't think he had a stand trial, so let's just ship him off. Let's get rid of the problem. Well, Anthony Snodgrass Spencer, which was a member of the Comancheros, and all this is uh, is explained in Brothers in Arms. Now take that as you will. It is an Australian uh, quasi-documentary or something, whatever it is. It's a series that explains when Snodgrass first came around, got patched into the Comancheros, and then everything that was leading to this incident. 
in 84. Now, they talked about the second chapter, right? And it was another club's wife, according to here. Now, they were based in Birch Grove, Sydney. How the founding of the Banditos happened was the new chapter, as it says here, of the Common Cheryl could no longer deal with the military-style organization and politics that existed under this guy. Two years prior, Snodgrass took a trip to the United States. I guess that's one thing that we do exports motorcycle clubs, man. <laughs> he met several one percenter motorcycle clubs. One of the meetings he had was with the Banditos national president, Ronnie Hogg. And he was really impressed on how he was treated. So all this is going down, and Snodgrass contacted him. He wanted to receive approval to form the Banditos, which was granted to him. And the Comancheros did not like that this one chapter defected. My question is, back then, to the people that kept on backing this guy, what the hell were you thinking? One, he was sleeping with another member's wife. Two, he wouldn't stand trial. Instead, shipping people out. Why would you want to follow somebody like that? At that point, it's not what's good for the club. It's what's good for me, the way he was looking at it. On the 10th of August of 84, there was a phone call that took place in Ross and uh, Spencer. They declared war. Right there on the phone. <laughs> now, here is when the massacre happened. And that was the 2nd of September of 84, which was Father's Day in Australia. A couple of the members of the Banditos turned up at a common Cheryl's house and told them that they'd be at the Viking Tavern. Later that day, about 1 o'clock, Common Cheryl MC members were waiting in the parking lot of the Viking Tavern, heavily armed. Now, some of them believed that the Banditos weren't going to show up. Well, 34 of them showed up 20 minutes later, and all hell broke loose because they were both uh, armed. Now, it goes on to say... Uh, the two victims of the Banditos was Shadow Campbell and Chopper. That was the Banditos' vice president. Uh, Shadow Campbell is a brother to Caesar. He was the sergeant at arms with Common Charles, then went to Banditos, good to the same position. Robert Foggy uh, Fa uh, Foghorn Lane was the vice president of Common Charles. Philip Leroy was Sergeant at Arms, Ivan Sparrow, uh, and then Tony Dog, and then Liam Walters was a kid that got caught in the crossfire. Now, this event changed a lot in Australia. Before then, you can carry guns, all that type of stuff. 
After this, they started tightening up the rules. So, who was Caesar Campbell? There's a picture of him right there on Outlaw or OnePercenterBikers.com. He was the sergeant at arms for the Banditos, and this guy took a lot of shots during that day. And they used to, they used to call him uh, the Campbell Six, I believe it was, because there were six brothers, all of them involved. Uh, John, uh, he died years later from the injuries. Uh, Shadow, he died at the scene. It goes on to talk about his affiliations. He started out with the Gladiators Motorcycle Club. I really don't want to talk too much about him because I want to cover it after I read the book. So, Brothers in Arms, what is that? Well, Brothers in Arms is a drama. Okay, it came out around towards the ending of SOA, but this had a, a basis to it. I have not watched it. I hear it's on YouTube, all that good stuff. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe i not. It has to do with the lead-up, the reasons and repercussions of the massacre with the two uh, warring clubs, the Common Cheros and then the Banditos. That's what this series has to do with. And it, it is drama. It dramatizes the whole thing, so don't think everything in this thing is real. I would say go and get Caesar Campbell's book to learn more. Now, it was called Enforcer, and that was the biography of Caesar. Uh, it's a large part of a book is spent dealing with this time as a Comanchero and forming the Banditos. And then uh, he has one out called The Wrecking Crew. Uh, very good stuff. Now, Anthony Snodgrass, he ended up hanging himself in prison at the age of 30 because he had a heavy feeling of guilt with all his brothers that were lost, they were having a hard time making bail, and he felt responsible for everything. In the interview with Jock Ross, you don't see that. He has this tough guy attitude. It seems like he really don't care about who he lost back then. Why? Because it was his fault. He has to tell himself that, hey, man, I didn't do this. Well, yeah, because you let your pecker break up your brotherhood. You broke the rules that you set. You thought you were special. And the next thing you know, you send a chapter on the way because they don't agree with you. They go out and find something that they want to do. And next thing you know, there's a big war. Politics, politics, man. Anyway, look at the resources tab in the description box. Gives you these sources. And just Google 
the Father's Day Massacre out in Australia, and you can get a whole backstory. Like I say, I only skim over stuff. So hopefully you go and learn the lessons of this type of uh, stuff, how everything happened in Australia, the first chapter president, lots of history involved in this. So I'm going to go ahead over on to the radio station, www.MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Come over, join us. China Doll is going to be in the house. We're going to have all kinds of fun. Don't forget to subscribe and like the video. I'll see you over there.